Welcome to Bodcast, the business of dentistry podcast, brought to you by Practice Plan. Bodcast delivers the best business advice, real life stories, and practical hints and tips to make your practice a more profitable and sustainable business. And now, here's your host. Welcome to this week's episode of Bodcast. My name's Fern Lloyd, and I'm from Practice Plan, and I'm delighted to be joined once again with uh, Dr. Ritesh Agarwal. Hello, Ritesh. Hi, Fern. Please call me Rick. Um, Rick. Yeah. <laughs> How are Hi, you? Rick. Okay. Yes, great. Thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Good to see you again. Yes. Uh, thank you for joining us again. Because um, we we spoke uh, a while ago um, on another podcast about mental health in dentistry, and today uh, we're going to talk more about uh, synergy mental health. Um, you know, and the well-being survey that you you provide specifically for dentists, created by dentists. So, yes. So, could you uh, introduce yourself uh, to the listeners and tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, yeah, my name's um, uh, Rick, as I said, or Ricky. Um, I'm a dentist in Sheffield, been a dentist for 20 plus years um, for my sins. Um, own a small uh, one surgery private practice in Netheredge in Sheffield. And I also own Synergy Mental Health. Um, which is a company that has been set up by myself and um, a doctor who uh, and we're very passionate about improving mental health for all Um, and we all know that dentistry is a highly stressful environment and I can tell you that from first-hand experience Um, therefore I think it's really really important for us to be trying to improve mental health within dentistry as well. Definitely. No, that sounds great. Um, so this practice well-being survey that you've uh, created at Synergy Mental Health, can you tell us a little bit more about that? What What is it exactly? Sure. It's a, it's a survey designed to be taken by all of the dental team. So it's not just specific for dentists or nurses or anything it's designed to understand in great levels of detail and the mental health and well-being culture of your entire practice um, as a group level. So um, every individual in the practice is asked to take part of, part in the survey and the results are aggregated together to give you group level statistics. Um, it's designed to allow everybody to have a, a space, a safe space for them to, to share their opinions about the practice um, in an anonymized fashion, fashion and it's designed for practices to be able to then take those results and try to improve, uh, try to improve mental health and well-being within their practice using actual, actual measurable statistical data. So, would this um, survey also work for group practices as well? Um, yes, Ben, it would. It, it'd actually be ideal for group practices, um, corporates, mini corporates, um, because generally speaking, corporates or mini corporates are run in the same way they have the same operational policies and procedures to run their practices the thing that changes within these practices are the people so you could have um, a site let's say one based in Sheffield um, who goes through a survey and you can have a site that's based in Rotherham for argument's sake that runs through a through a survey um, I'm picking areas around my locality here <laughs> and so uh, in case you don't know where these places are <laughs> and so you know you, you know, if you had a group of, of 10 practices, maybe some of the practice might be scoring poorly compared to the other practices. Therefore, then you can get insights into this. And then maybe there's a practice that's scoring really high 
we can figure out what their management style is. You can you can drill that down and maybe those people can then go and then help uh, the people who are struggling a bit more or vice versa. So for group practices, it's a great way of understanding your site specific areas, plus an entire group level um, statistic as well, because we can group all of the stats together into one report for the overall group practice, as well as giving you it um, site specific um, for each practice that you have amongst your group. So um, yeah, really, really good levels of detail there. Well, that, that sounds great. And would you be able to give us an example of what the survey questions would include or what how, what would it involve? Sure. Um, so the survey is set up for the practice, either by us as Synergy Mental Health, or we can appoint an administrator within your practice, such as the practice manager, um, to run the survey. And uh, users are invited to take part in the survey via a link. So a link is sent to them. They create an account on our platform. It's fully mobile optimized, so it can be done on any device at all. So mobiles, tablets, laptops, computers, whatever. Um, it's fully mobile optimized. As an end user who's been asked to take part in the survey, um, you, you click on the link, you fill out a few demographic questions, and you create yourself an account. You're then asked um, 75 questions um, around um, five key categories um, within your workplace. The key categories cover roles and demands, so your job roles and demands, um, your workplace environment, um, your relationships at work, the support you receive at work, and also your um, personal well-being. So the 75 questions um, based in those areas. And then there's also free text boxes where you can just free text and write your opinions on things in each category. And then each of those categories are then broken down into subdomains. Um, so for instance, in personal well-being, we would look at um, things like work-life balance, presenteeism, um, leaveism. Um, in, in roles and demands, we look, to look at enjoyment and value. Workplace environment, we'll look at etiquette. Um, so that just gives you a bit of a snapshot as to what we look at within the survey. So it's a very detailed survey. Yeah, it's very detailed and it covers so many areas of, of the practice. Um, so that, that's brilliant. So what, what can practices do then um, with the results you know, that they receive? And how can they sort of start implementing, um, you know, improvements to the practice? OK, um, the results are presented uh, in a classic uh, RAG system, so red, amber, green system. Um, so you'll get given... Um, a result for each overall category out of 10. Um, and then each individual subdomain is also scored out of 10. OK, and then within the report that's that's it's available as an instant download within the report, you can then also have a look at each specific question and see how many people have scored in that question out of 10 on a certain response. So in terms of the level of detail of the statistics that are given to you, that it's absolutely huge the amount that you can do with this with this with this report and um, me personally and um, we're running one through my practice at the minute at edge dental um uh, i i only have five people that work for me um so five members of my team and um, so far three have filled it out and we are building up these these group level statistics and um, because it's all color-coded in a, in a rag system it shows me instantly areas i can target for change but also, as well as that, it also shows me instantly 
areas where we're doing really well at. So um, looking at my practice aggregates at the minute, um, there's certain areas that we're not doing so well at, such as facilities. And I know that I have um, a very small practice, therefore facility space is limited. However, maybe I can look at some other aspects and get conversations opened up with the team for me to target that specific uh, domain and to try and improve. So um, it could just be simple as, you know what, um, yeah, we're small, but, you know, a Tassimo machine will go down great, you know, somewhere where we can get some nice coffee or something. Do you know what I mean? What the survey allows you to do is you are promoting a culture of openness in your practice. Therefore, it's going to allow you to have these conversations that ordinarily be, would be very difficult because you've got, already had people who have engaged within the survey and you now have the results of the survey that can open up these honest conversations to inspire positive change within the practice because that's why we're doing it. You know, we're doing it not because we're wanting to tick boxes, but if we're talking about box ticking, this will really, really lend itself towards the well-led keyline inquiry for CQC. Um, which which states that we should be promoting um, a culture of openness and fairness. Well, that's exactly what this does. Um, this gives you, um, you know, evidential data to show that you are uh, getting the opinions of your people. You are trying to actively act upon those opinions. Therefore, you're trying to support your people and hopefully your people are just trying to support you as a practice owner as well. It's not just the practice owner's responsibility. We touched on this in the last podcast. Um, about how everybody should have a responsibility towards mental health and well-being within their within their practice. Another thing on the well-led CQC side of things um, to evidence how you are well-led, we provide a mental wellness certificate. So how your practice, how mentally healthy or mentally well is your practice, and it's given as a percentage score for you to display in your waiting room or. For us, for instance, when we complete our surveys, we put it into our clinical governance file under the um, under the Wedlock key, key line of inquiry, along with the report um, that is downloadable. Um, we put it into there, so you gain certification to say that you have taken part in a mental health and well-being survey, and you've um, assessed how mentally healthy your workplace is. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. And um, you mentioned there it, it's difficult really to, to even start that conversation to talk about mental health um, with anyone. So would you would you have any top tips for how to, you know, have have start that conversation and, and talk about, you know, our well-being? Um, the best tip I can give anyone to have those conversations is is you've got to start creating the safe space environment people people need to be able to have an environment where they can say what they feel and what's affecting without a fear of being um judged or or challenged or or shot down in flames essentially because that's going to promote people to just withdraw back into the shell for instance a classic one is is, is you know oh, i feel really tired after doing a five-hour day and someone might turn around and say, well, yeah, I know I get really tired after doing an eight hour day. Well, what you've done there is you've invalidated that person's feelings after their five hour day. And mm. we, we this happens in all and we don't do it intentionally. It doesn't happen. You know, we're not doing it to be mean. It's just how we work as a society. We tend to have this this culture where everyone compares themselves to somebody else and therefore it becomes relative. 
Well, it's not. Mental health, like any physical illness, is specific to you and your reactions to things are specific to you. So if we start to understand that we all have mental health all of the time and we are all different and we handle things in different ways, then we we can really start to create those safe space environments for people to open up. Doing this survey is a really great way of starting that because it's it's asking the questions but allowing someone to fill it out in their own time, in their own space, on their own device. It's not something that they have to do at work. Um, you know, they can fill it out on their mobile phone while sat having a cup of tea watching Coronation Street if they want to. If, if people watch Coronation Street these days, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's millions of viewers that do. Um, you know, it, it, so the best way to promote these kind of conversations is to show that you care. It's to show that you're interested in people and we're all in this together. Um, the moment we start showing that and not just by showing it by words, but actually implementing tools and strategies. Um, so, for instance, in our practice, um, we've created a mental health strategy, which is a, a huge e-document about um, all about mental health, the signs and symptoms, things you can do to help each other, things you can do to help yourself. Um, we, 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 we've promoted that within our practice. And then there's policy and guidance writing on policies to create. So we now have a policy around depression and a policy around OCD and a policy around panic within our practice. So it's part of our clinical governance framework, but also it's a document that's there for people to refer to if they need it as well. Having these tools in place are all going to start opening up these conversations because people are going to start to realise, actually, this environment really does care about the mental health of its people. Therefore, let's start talking about it more. Sorry, yeah. I rambled on a bit there. No, 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 no worries at all. <laughs> and, and sorry, fair. Just on that point, the 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 strategy is a is a, is a is another tool that we created to go in tandem with the wellbeing survey. So the wellbeing survey gives you a load of data-driven statistical insights into where you are, so you can target areas where things might not be going so well, or look at the areas that are, and the strategy will help you target those areas. Yeah, no, that's all fantastic. And um, it's great that, you know, this is all specifically for dental practices. So, um, you know, if there's anyone listening that's interested in finding out more about the survey, um, where, where could they go? Um, they can go onto our website. Um, there's a section called uh, POP Organisations. The POP stands for Synergy Objective Programmes. Um, which is in line with our work that we're doing with the NHS and um, where we're researching objective ways to measure mental health and um, hence why we call it the objective programs um, the organizational page is mainly based around organizations not specific to dentistry however the dental survey has been written um, by dentists um, and also by a psychotherapist who is a dentist um, so it's specific to dentistry so they can go on there, they can get in touch with me on Ritesh at SynergyMentalHealth.com. That's a P in front of the Synergy. Um, or they can email us on info at SynergyMentalHealth.com as well. More than happy to chat. Um, there's an idea of pricing on there. You'll be surprised at how cheap this survey is to run. So for a practice of my size, if I didn't own Synergy Mental Health, I would be paying a grand total of £50 to run that survey. £10 per person. Which wow. is to get the level of detail that you're getting, in my opinion, is a bargain. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah no that that's great and uh, thank you so much for joining today and and thank you for you know spreading awareness about mental health so thank you rick no worries thanks ben great to join you again as always